everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Soul Sessions. Soul Sessions is a space where we want to explore questions of faith and have people share through their personal experience and stories the question of why they chose Jesus. In today's episode, we're going to talk to Skyla Bussey. Skyla serves as a CMA in Greensboro, North Carolina. Sky, thank you for joining us today. Um, mm-hmm. So great to have you here um, to talk about all things um, faith and how, uh, you know, knowing Jesus, choosing Jesus, um, how that's impacted you personally and sharing that story. Um, before we do all that, before we dive in, could you just tell me a little bit about yourself, where you're from? Yeah, um, my name is Sky. I'm originally from New York. Okay. I moved here to Greensboro, North Carolina last year, and that was a bit of a shock for me. Um, COVID caused that move yeah. and everything, but I'm here. I'm loving it. Um, I work at the Greensboro Core or Church, Yeah. and I am like the youth worker mm-hmm. there, and I'm loving every yeah. second of it. So God's called me here for a reason, trusting yeah. him with that plan. So you say you're from New York. Were you born in New York? No. Okay. Um, can we go way further back, <laughs> way back. and okay. tell me where you were born, what your family is like, how how was yeah. it growing up? Oh man. So I was born in um, Cape Town, South Africa, and my mom is South African. My dad is Canadian. Um, so I grew up in an international family. Um, wow. And oh my goodness, they're amazing. I love them so yeah. much. I was raised in a Christian household. Mm-hmm. So I'm very fortunate to have been raised in that kind of home Um, Mm -hmm. because life gets difficult, but you always come back to home. And when your home life is good, that's such a blessing. Um, So I was able to come back to parents and a sister who loved me very, very much Mm -hmm. despite all the struggles I went through in like school and stuff. So you grew up in a Christian home Mm -hmm. and um, let's talk a little bit about some struggles and things in your youth that uh, maybe it really impacted your decision to be, you know, follow Christ. Can you tell me a little bit about that, like growing up and then uh, how faith played a role in in your youth? Definitely. Um, I mean, my relationship with God is a roller coaster. Um, This is the best way to describe it. Yeah. There are high (laughs) moments and then there are really, really low moments too. And some twists and turns and just trusting him throughout the whole process. But I think things were, things were good when I was young. Mm -hmm. Um, I went to church and I did all the youth programs and stuff like that. I grew up in a Christian home, so it was good. Like everything was great. And then middle school, high school, things got tough. Um, I struggled a lot with making friends and I struggled a lot with feeling worthy of things, of feeling worthy of people's love. Mm. And then I think I translated that to not feeling worthy of God's love. Um, so I struggled a lot with that of going out every day, feeling alone Mm. and, and then thinking like, God, you're like this too. You're going to just abandon me like other people have. And so I've really projected, um, other people's view of me onto God and then thought that he saw me that way too. Mm. So there was a moment in my life where I was like, I looked okay on the outside. I still went to church. I still did programs. I still sang in the choir, went to corps cadets and all that. But inside I was so broken and so hurt. And I was like, God doesn't Hmm. love me and I'm not worthy of it anymore. So 
What changed? It was a long time of struggle and depression um, Mm -hmm. for me. And I think one day I was just crying on my bedroom floor, like, God, where are you? What's going on? Like, what's happening? I don't feel like I can go on any longer. And I just felt him telling me, go to your sister. My sister's name is Summer. Mm. And I went over to her room and I sat down and I pretended like everything was okay for a little while. And then she was like, is everything all right? And I broke down. It was like this wall had been holding up this huge flood and then it broke. Excuse me. And just all the waters came rushing out. And I just like told her everything of all that I was struggling with. And I was crying and saying all these things. And then when I stopped, she just looked at me and she said, Sky, how can God not love you? Mm. And in that moment, it was like a turnaround <laughs> for me. Um, when you heard those words from her? When I ho- heard those wow. words from her. Um, I don't know why it was specifically from her, but I yeah. think I needed that in that moment. And I wasn't, <clears throat> I wasn't fixed right away. Yeah. Um, but it was like from that moment on, I had buried myself in this hole. I dug myself in this hole for years and years and years. And then that night was the first night that I actually started to get out of it. And so uh, it took me about three, four years for me to like actually forgive myself. Um, I knew that God had forgiven me, but I hadn't accepted it for myself. Um, so yeah, one day, I remember just one day I woke up and I was like, yep, yeah, I accept that forgiveness. Wow. Just one day. Yeah. Just one day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It what is it? <laughs> what does it feel like to do that? Like to just, obviously it's a progression. Like you said, yeah. it doesn't happen overnight, but I mean, in that instance, in that moment, I mean, what does it feel like to kind of accept that? It's, it's, it's freedom. It, I felt like I had all of these burdens that I've been carrying for years and years and years and years. And then just to wake up that morning and I've just felt light again. I felt like I didn't have to carry it anymore. Mm. And I, I was carrying it by myself for a long, long time until that day when I told my sister and suddenly I was able to like share my load with other people um, and then eventually just give it up to Christ completely. Mm. Mm. It made all the difference to just kind of have that moment where you, you, just opened your mouth and said, Mm -hmm. this is what's going on. This is what I need. Um, So would you say that that's when you, you know, you chose, like Jesus entered into that picture or had he kind of always been there in the background for you? Like if, can you kind of explain um, your commitment, your, your decision to really have Christ come alongside and be part of that healing process? So I accepted Christ when I was six years old. Um, so that was the first time that I really accepted him in my, into my heart. And it wasn't just like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to accept Jesus. It was, it was a genuine like, wow, yeah. this God loves me. And then immediately what I did afterwards, is I went and I told my little sister about Jesus. I was like, you need to accept him into your life too. So This was your young – so you have two sisters? Was, or this was Summer? One sister, Summer. Okay, okay. Yeah. So you told Summer that as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> So that was the first time I accepted him in my life. And then I had that recommitment um, after after that period in high school. 
So, and it's just, I feel like I recommit my life to him every day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I fall away from him a lot often. I'm not perfect. I, I know I, I work in the church, but that does not make me a perfect person. And there are days where I'm like, yeah, Lord, I'm so broken right now. And I just need to remember that you're not and yeah. that you can cover that. And so I recommit my life to him. Yeah. Often. <laughs> yeah. You choose him. Exactly. O- you know, often every day it's a daily process. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I totally, um, I, I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, so could you kind of talk a little bit about how, look, you know, looking at it now and looking at just the the course of your life, um, how has that moment, those decisions that you made earlier on, how does that play into your faith and choosing Christ now today? Yeah. I struggled a lot with loneliness when I was in middle school and high school. And I feel like that influences a lot of what I do now and um, how I see God of God doesn't God doesn't leave the outcasts. You know, mm-hmm. when you think about all of his disciples and they were all broken people. They were all people that nobody wanted. Um, and I think I always felt like an outcast when I was young. And I always thought, well, I'm not worthy of God choosing me. Um, I can choose him, but he doesn't want to choose me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes, you know, I, I know that other people can see others in the world that way. You know, oh, he want, he has nothing to do with, with God or he can never come to church because he's like this or, or she can't do that because she went through this. And, you know, because I also struggled with feeling like an outcast, I can, my eyes are open to people who are left out, to people mm. who um, don't feel worthy of mm-hmm. God's love. And like God immediately like shows me and it's like a beeline for those kinds of people. Oh, okay. So I feel like that's impacted the ministry that I'm doing right now of working with youth and working yeah. with kids because kids often feel left out of oh, things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I can see mm-hmm. the kids that struggle with that the most, and I can remind them, like, you are loved. You are worthy of that, that God has called you for a purpose, Yeah, and it's important, and you are yeah. important, and God sees you in this beautiful, beautiful yeah. way. So, so, um, So it sounds like... God really crafted your story and yes. <laughs> so that you can specifically um, love and be attuned to the needs of others. Mm-hmm. Um, you can have a sixth sense, yes. per se, <laughs> uh, you know, and you have a heart for, you know, people who have gone through what you've gone through. Mm-hmm. Um, God's really given you that discernment and that heart for people, especially those who are on the outs. Um, and he's really just, he prepared you and he really just, you could see that progression of him using what, um, your faith, your faith at a young age Mm -hmm. to propel you into calling and purpose for now. Um, that's beautiful. (laughs) Um, that, that's really beautiful. What does it, what does it feel like, um, for you, when, um, yeah, like you choose Jesus when things are hard. What does it feel like for me? Or what I does it look Jesus like, like for you? Are hard. 
it's not easy. <laughs> um, it's easy to turn to things that are comforting, worldly comfort, um, when things are difficult. Or it's easy for me to panic and to freak out mm -hmm. um, and to worry. And I have to stop and look back on those times in my life where God has used those troubling times, exactly like you said, to shape where he's calling me to be and to help shape others too. Um, so I think that's just something that I always get, I always get caught up in the worry and I always get caught up in mm -hmm. the fear of yeah. everything. And it takes moments for me to just pause and be like, God has this. He had it back then. He has it now and he'll have it in the future too. Mm -hmm. To remember. Exactly. Um, to take pause. Um, it, it's so, so true because, you know, and even in the Bible, we see how God continually tells Israel to remember. Yes. Remember the things that I have done. Remember mm -hmm. the things that um, I led you through. I am that same God. I am still that God. Yes. And like you said, I think absolutely taking a moment to be still, mm -hmm. to pause and reflect on who he yes. is. Yes, be still and know that I am God. Yeah. So true. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. have to stop, stop moving, stop worrying so much and just be still. Know that he's God, that he has it. He had it for Israel. He has it for you too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Sky, what would you say, you know, we have some people that are going to be hearing this conversation and um, in all different walks of life, uh, examining faith, um, not knowing, like, maybe they've chosen Jesus, maybe they haven't. What would you say to people that's, that, that's hearing your story that, um, you know, have heard some of their struggle and how you're walking with Jesus now? What would you say to them? That you're not suffering or going through troubling times for nothing, that God has a purpose and a plan despite those difficult things that they're going through. Um, when I was struggling with my stuff, I was thinking, God, why am I going through this? How can you possibly use all of this darkness? And like, how can you take that and turn it into something that's bright and light again? And it's hard to see it in the moment. And maybe, maybe for them, it's very difficult right now to see how God is working, but trust that he will work in it, whether that's showing you what not to be or showing you how present he is in your struggles or yeah. being a light for somebody else in the future who might go through something similar that you have. I mean, I've been able to speak into so many people's lives who have struggled with the same things that I have. And I wouldn't have been able to do that if I hadn't gone through that. So your suffering isn't all for naught. Mm. That God can take any, any ounce of darkness and he can bring light into it. And that is only, only through him. We cannot do anything through that except allow him to work in it. Yeah. Mm. Amen. There's purpose in the pain. Exactly. There's purpose for what he has. Thank you so much for that reminder. Um, I appreciate you coming in and sharing your heart and sharing your story with us. Of course. Hi, guys. Thank you for tuning in to Soul Sessions. If you enjoyed this interview, we ask that you like it and share it with others and join us for next time.